I didn't plug in my computer. You were uh, too busy being a thirst trap out there in the park that uh, you weren't ready. <laughs> I don't know if a thirst trap is the right word for it. <laughs> we are often naked together in the mornings. That's true. Via selfie. Andy and I take our ugly selfies in the morning and send them to each other uh, very often. So, um, Terry, have I got the genitals for you? If you've got an itch, Andy Vargo will scratch it. <laughs> everybody welcome back to scrutiny with sherry and andy where every week we talk about all things relationships lifestyle what's going on in the world with our own personal brand of scrutiny i'm andy vargo and of course this is the great sherry hardman sherry hardman i don't do it as well as you do i'm i i gotta work on my intro but we're here for an exciting show thanks for joining us today and sherry how are you I'm good. I, I'm I'm feeling really blessed that we have air conditioning in our house. And, you know, we've got central air. The only problem is, is that Dave likes it a little bit less cool than I do, let's just say. Oh, gotcha. So we're always fighting that. Like, he wants it at 71, and I'm like, no, it needs... Like, if like it, when I'm in a hotel room by myself, it's like 66. Mm -hmm. so. Okay. I thought we you were going to say 69. Oh, well, yeah, we try to settle on... Well, he tries to settle on 71, and then I always have to talk him out of it, and then he complains, so whatever. Well. But it's easier to put on a blanket than take off your clothes. That's true. Yeah, you can, like, you can wear a jacket or a sweatshirt or a long-sleeve shirt a lot easier than you can um, go the other way. And right. I'm about to sneeze, so excuse okay. me. Okay, I was just going to ask how you are, but I guess you're sneezy. I don't I'm know good. if you've got seasonal allergies, but I, we've been sneezing a lot over here. Yeah, the last just the last couple of days, I, they've really kicked in. I I went out and visited my son. They were camping. Him and his wife were are camping out at Alder Lake, so I went out and visited on Tuesday, and I could just feel it. Like by the time I left, and then I thought, oh, good. When I get back to the city, I'll be away from whatever was there. But apparently, either that just aggravated it enough that it stayed with me or that was just the beginning of it and i didn't realize that was day one uh -huh. didn't have to do with where i was yeah but what, what do you have going on this week this week well i've got toastmasters which is such a fun club and group to be a part of we have our meeting tonight and uh -huh. anybody who's considering getting into public speaking whether it's for comedy or just to practice your leadership skills and communication skills I highly recommend Toastmasters. Reach out to me if you're interested. We always love welcoming visitors and new members. Uh, so I've got that. And then I have that show coming up on the 7th of July. And then some private one-on-one uh, -on -one clients I'm working with. So, oh, and I'm going to be at the Starbucks in University Place on the corner of 27th and Mildred this uh, Saturday. I believe from 11 to 3, they're doing a pride market with all... Um, LGBTQ vendors, oh. so we'll be uh, I'll be selling books and T-shirts 
and I've got my Own Your Awkward shirts like this one here in a few different colors as well as tie-dye. Nice. Wow. Uh, see some local They're doing stuff it in the Starbucks or just in, in the, that little in mini the, mall? They have a pretty big patio right out there, so it'll all be outside. Oh, that's nice. It's going to be hot. It is going to be hot, so I'm going to be drinking some beverages. I was going to say, at least they got beverage, cold beverages there. Yes, they've got us covered. That's for mm -hmm. sure. Oh, good. How about you? What What do you have coming up? Uh, let's see. What do I have coming up? Tomorrow night, I am uh, doing Laughs at Lo-Fi. In Seattle, we got two shows tomorrow night. Wow. Eight and ten, I think. Eight o'clock, ten o'clock. That's so, fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, really interesting uh, lineup. It's a Soup Man Productions production. So oh, yeah, with Dante. I always have fun working with Dante. So yeah, he, I, I, he probably does this to everyone, but he always calls me Sunshine, and that just always makes me feel. Aw. Someone calls you Sunshine. How can you not like that, you know? Right. Well, he's never called me Sunshine, but he <laughs> is nice to me. So. Uh-huh, yeah. And then... Uh, July 3rd is the finals uh, in the big contest. And yeah. then July 10th, I'm doing um, a Comedy Grub at the Essence Lounge there on 6th Avenue. Oh, perfect. I know right where that is. With Kermit Apio headlining. So Nice. It's, uh, it's nice to get back to some of these Friday and Saturday night shows and like mm -hmm. kind of getting back to the grind like it used to be. Yeah, it feels good. Feels really good. That's exciting, and and you and I are going to put together a pretty good show here pretty soon. I I uh, can't wait to work out details mm -hmm. on something fun like that. Yeah, too. we got something in the works. Yes, we do. So all you suckers that are watching us online can come out in person and say hello. Yeah, and all uh, the comedians are all going to start being nice to us all of a sudden. It's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the, that's the worst part. We're going to remember the ones that have been nice to us all along. So there we go. Exactly. That's the thing, you know, um, it, you know, it's natural when you see people getting some attention that you want to reach out and congratulate them and be nice, but you just have to make sure you are aware of not doing that, you know, with, you know, uh, motivation behind it. Right. And, um, and also try to make a point of, regardless of where people are at in their path, that you're, uh, you know, urging them along and being supportive and, and everything. And then, you know, that way when you, when someone does make it big, they'll remember you. I want to give a, a shout outs to a couple people that are having some successes right now. It's just, yeah. uh, Quentin Jones was on some chocolate Sunday show last night. I don't really know anything about it except that he won. Oh, wow. And that's giving him some spots at some like big comedy places. That's so really shout cool. out to Quentin Jones. I'm uh, proud of him. And Todd Royce is just blowing up all over the place. Yeah, he's so, going all over to some big clubs. And I just saw one of his uh, his TikTok videos today. I haven't watched a lot of his TikToks. Sorry, Todd. Um, <laughs> I love you to death. I just don't watch a lot of TikTok. So when I heard you're getting TikTok famous, I'm like, what is this? And I've seen a couple of the clips on Facebook, but I saw the one today where a gal was opening all of the, the Todd merch. It's pretty the merch. funny. Yeah, I saw and that got, too. Like, He's like, that's my face. And then uh, <laughs> the mug. It was, it was, yeah. He's a funny guy. Yeah. I like Todd. Yeah. And I like Quentin. It's, it's good to see a good group of people doing well and moving up. So right. shout out to both those guys. And then while we're just at that, uh, I kind of want to just say who's going on in the contest at Nate so far. Sure. Yeah, because uh, there was another group last night that made it through. 
Yeah, so last night it was Debbie Wooten, Jesse yeah. Warren, and Bo Blast all made it. Cool. Yeah, so that's one, two, three, four, five. So, so far we have seven. And then next week we have seven or eight going up. I don't know how many are going to make it through. So it's getting exciting. Nice. Yeah. So next week is the last initial round, right? Yeah, it's the last semifinals. And then after that's the finals. Wow. And it's so nice that we get to do it at a comedy club on a Saturday night, like a real show, you know? Right. Well, and the night before is the rest of the semifinalists, right? Right. It's the, special, best, the, the best, best of, the, of rest. the rest. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a Friday night show and a Saturday night show dedicated to the contest. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So go support those people. Um, Definitely. All right. Or we're kind of getting in the middle of a heat wave. Yes. At least for us. We're having a heat wave. And I wanted Tropical to tell you, <laughs> I didn't tell you what we're doing this weekend, I don't think. No, what are you doing this weekend? Um, Dave has a disc golf tournament up in um, BFE, let's just call it BFE, okay. northwest way up. And so we're going up to stay in Marysville, Arlington. Okay. The next two nights. So he and Andrew are going to go up there first while I'm doing my show. Because they're not going to want to sit around through two shows. Sure. And um, then I'm going to drive up when I'm done. So at like midnight or whenever I'm done, I'm going to be driving to Marysville. And we all know how much I love to drive on the freeway at night. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> Oh, we're staying up there. Noah's going to be here, you know, watching the house and the dogs. So I don't know what we're going to do, but I hope the AC in that hotel room is really good. Yeah, because sometimes in the hotel rooms, it can be all or nothing. Like I've been mm -hmm. in somewhere, it doesn't even feel like it's on. And sometimes it's so cold, you can't even get it a little bit comfortable. Yeah. But, well, that's so, exciting. That'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. I just got to try not to spend a lot of money. That's, you know. Are you going to go gambling while you're up there? Well, probably because, you know, we're Marysville, Tulalip, hello. Yeah, you're right there. Oh, by the way, I, I didn't tell you this, and I know. Last night when I was at the casino, ran into Nate Jackson. Did you? That's yeah. cool. I was sitting there playing on my machine, and I kept hearing this guy talking. But I thought he was just walking by talking to someone, and then... Then he got his face right in, and I looked up, and I was like, oh, and then I just <laughs> kind of punched him in the stomach, and he left. I didn't even say anything to him, so <laughs> hi, Nate. Anyway. That's funny. That's cool. Yeah. So I can't remember what was on our list for today. I know we had some things to talk about. We were going to talk about date ideas, first date ideas. Oh, yeah, first date ideas. And uh, maybe some married date ideas, too. Yes. Because that can be equally, if not even harder, to come up with ideas when you've been with somebody for a while and to kind of put some spice into things. Right. So, what's your idea? Well, <laughs> I've been talking. I don't have any ideas. So my, uh, my husband is a homebody, right? So he right. doesn't like to go on dates. Not that he doesn't like to go places with me. He just doesn't like to go places at all. 
He's just as content to be hanging out at home doing whatever. Uh huh. And so we struggle with this a lot. Well, he doesn't struggle because he's sitting here at home. I struggle with this because, you know, I think women sometimes, you know, we got used to being wined and dined. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you get caught and then, you know, they're like, okay, I got got my woman now. I'm in my man cave. And so (laughs) it's really hard to kind of get that filled. Mm-hmm. without nagging and then who wants to go if you have to nag so it's a conundrum so i don't know i don't have any answers uh, maybe you might have some ideas but well and i can tell you when i'm looking at dating i'm not sure who's supposed to play the lead role like when oh. it's two guys you know like is it you know should one do the whining and dining or do you take turns or does it depend on who asked each person out or and I think that comes down to each relationship being so different because depending on your personality types, one of you may be more natural to wine and dine and one may be more natural to accept the whining and dining, but mm. I don't know. But um, I know a couple of years ago, or it was before COVID, so gosh, it must've been two years ago now. I had a, a date coming up and I had just posted on Facebook, what are your first, you know, what are some first date ideas? Right. And a couple of things that some people talked about was not going to a movie or a comedy show, because if you go to something that's a show, you can't talk, you can't converse, you know, so you can't actually get to know the person if you're. I don't agree with that, though. No, because can't you go out to coffee or a drink afterwards and talk about what you just saw? Well, and that's a good point. You could. Now, I also think that depends on the big on the situation for the first date because when i'm meeting people i feel like there are tester dates and then there are true first dates like there's there's like you go for coffee or you go for cocktails and you do the quick hey i'm just testing to see if i can hang out to be with you for 20 minutes let alone go on a date so you definitely don't want if you don't know what you're getting into you don't want to commit to four hours worth of time for movie and dinner or movie and right but you're right if you if it's more than just the movie, I think that would be cool. But if you just do a movie and then say goodbye, then you're right. You don't really get to interact because point, yeah. And you can find out a lot about a person based on what they liked or what parts of the movie they enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, some things I that also, I think. Uh-huh. Sorry, no, I also ahead. have a piece of information about going to a comedy club on a date. Okay. Which is kind of maybe doesn't really work if it's just the two of you. But say you're on a. A double day. Anyway, I learned that uh, when you're sitting somewhere with a group of people, that when you find something funny, uh, you're going to look at whoever you feel closest to. Interesting. Yes. So if you're out with a group of people, that's a good way to suss somebody out, like who's interested in me, as if you notice that they're always turning to you. And I do notice this because you and I, when we think something's funny, we turn to look at each other. That's true. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So uh, that's that's just a little hint for like, you know, I guess if it's only the two of you and they're now, I don't know why when we go to comedy clubs, my husband stares straight ahead, but that's. (laughs) He doesn't want to miss anything, but you know, that can be true. Even just in real life, when you see something funny happen out and about and you notice that you look at whoever is nearby or that you feel close to nearby. Uh I've seen that, you know, somebody falls down and you're like, (laughs) I mean, falls down in a non-hurt kind of way, I should say. But, um, 
or something awkward kind of happens and you look at someone who you're more of a friend with than the other people and mm -hmm. you try to hope other people don't see you making eye contact. Right. <laughs> um, one thing that I, that I've, so my go-to first date, especially if it's somebody that I don't know, like if it's a, Hey, we're just kind of going to find out and we haven't met yet. I like to suggest going somewhere like to the waterfront or by the park where we could grab a coffee and possibly go for a walk or do the walk and then get a drink afterwards where there's an opportunity to extend the date, but it's not required. So if we, you know, if we grab a cup of coffee and we chat for 15 minutes and I always set an alarm on my phone for one hour after the date time is supposed to start, that's my out. And then I can say, oh, I got to go to my next thing. Or I can say, you know what, that was that I just forgot to turn that alarm off, or whatever, and keep going on the date. Um, but I, I and I, I don't just do that for dates. I set my alarms when I'm meeting with people, if when I have to leave so that I can not have to check my watch, because I think it's rude to keep looking at the time. And that way I can get lost in the conversation knowing that an alarm will go off mm -hmm. when it's time for you to get ready to go. Right. Um, but Another thing that could be fun is uh, there's a lot of farmers markets going on right now or arts and craft kind of, you know, art. There's not as many as there used to be, but there's a lot of little festivals that have that happen. Mm -hmm. And those kind of things can be a fun first date kind of thing to do because you're looking at different artwork and vendors and getting an idea of what you might like. Mm -hmm. Kind of fun. I would think like those little paint and sip things would be fun too. Oh, that could be a fun first date. Yeah. You paint know. And sip. I should be taking notes. Um, I've seen like I watch a lot of I've watched a lot of like dating shows. Mm -hmm. I can't even think of like a name of them, but where they do different things on dates or whatever. And one yeah. thing that a lot of people liked was oh, I'm thinking of like Millionaire Matchmaker. Okay. And so they have to set you know set up the date or whatever. And uh, one thing that always uh, worked really well was like uh, a cooking lesson. Oh, you okay. and you learn how to make something and then you get to eat it because you're together doing an activity. I, you know, I think you yeah. probably need to kind of know for sure you're interested in somebody a little bit before right. you went there. But yeah, another thing that can be fun is either um, brewery hopping and beer tasting or wine tasting, depending on, mm -hmm. you know, your likes. Right. Uh, that could be fun. Uh, I'm trying to think going to a place where you can play games like an arcade like pinball and air mm -hmm. hockey and mm -hmm. some of that stuff can be fun mm -hmm. um and again yeah. married folks people have been together for a long time feel free to have a first date night you know once a month or every couple months and be like hey it's your turn to plan a date or um or let's plan one together i think sometimes one thing that's hard with relationships is we we get to a point sometimes where we don't feel fulfilled in one way or another, but we put it on the other person. Like, why don't you do this for me? Why don't you create the date? I want you to come up with it. And it's okay to say, I'm bored. I want to go do something. Let's come up with something together. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a big surprise that you don't know about. Mm -hmm. Are you talking to me in specific about that? No, I'm having flashbacks to previous relationships Oh, where there was an expectation what that was never never able to be met mm. so 
just kind of like anytime you come up with something, it was like, well, this is just too much this and this is too much that. And it's like, well, do you just not want to go do something? Because I thought that's what we wanted to go do. And that's not fun. So got it. And and that's the thing too, is I think that there is there has to be a level of letting go of expectations when you step into any new experience, whether it's a going on a date as a married couple or a first date, you have to not be expecting the event itself to go perfectly smooth and, and be like a TV show where everything's just right. It's like, you know what, if I spill paint all over myself in the paint and sip and my painting looks like crap, it doesn't matter because we're there just to have fun in the experience. And that's why we're there. Right. Now that just made me think of something. Uh, you said ex the word expect and somebody told me this. And when I first heard it, I thought it was a load of horse crap. But the more I think about it, I kind of kind of buying into it. So somebody once told me that the key to happiness, especially like in relationships, is to have no expectations, to have zero expectations. Mm. And I thought, well, that's a bunch of crap. How can you have zero like that? Uh, like the other person just not going to get, you know, shouldn't you at least have minimal expectations? Right. But, um, but expectations, expecting something from someone is often where we get hung up we're expecting someone to do something for us or to fill that void or to make us happy i think that's a really good way to look at it because if we let go of expectations those are the only thing that create disappointment right so if we don't have expectations we're not going to have disappointments we're just always going to be surprised and i think that there's uh a lot of times we we mix the term expectations with standards or values and that doesn't isn't necessarily the same thing. We can have standards and we can have expectations. I think about when we, our last show, when you talked about, uh, your, I've thought about this a lot actually since that show, how I rattled off my Mr. Right list and you're like, well, oh. that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I really liked how you just described the essence of a person. And I think that comes to your standard, right? Like this is the standard of the person. This is the essence of what we want in our, and accept in our lives. And then from there, we're not gonna have expectations on what that person does other than they've met, you know, who we are looking for. Oh, you're so good at this kind of stuff. I, don't know. I, I have my moments. I just say, uh, I see Tara apparently. is watching us. Hello, Tara. And uh, she's a good idea. Yeah, well, when, she doesn't yet. But when we were talking about temperature, I missed it. She likes a nice 69. So. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. That, that's what we call a, um, a callback in the comedy world. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, uh, you know, date ideas, when I was single, I did a lot of the going and meeting people like at parks. Mm -hmm. A lot of it was just because public places, you know, were safer. Um, yeah. Maybe not like a secluded park, but, you know, like I met um, people often at... Uh, What's that park in Renton? Coulon. Gene Coulon Park. Yeah, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that had that little walk. You could walk along the See, water. Right on the water. And, uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's nice. And um, I, I think parks are nice. You know, the thing that I, and this is just a corny, cheesy thing, but I've had a few times where I go walk Rustin Way and then maybe get a drink at the spa. And I think, what if I meet the guy? And it goes really well. I don't want to use a standard first date. 
you know, where it's like, oh, that's my normal go-to spot for a first date. Oh. Um, where you're like, like you want that first, and this is probably too much expectation. You know how you want to think back fondly on that first date, but if it's just, oh, well, I'm going to the same park again. So I do try to kind of rotate a little bit, but, um, but you kind of run out it of it. It doesn't matter too. because it's a different experience with everyone you're with. True. I mean, I met my husband at the hitching post, for God's sakes, you know. Our right. first date, we went to, uh, well, we had many experiences before we actually went on a date, if you get what I'm saying. When we <laughs> went on a date, we went to the, when there was a, a comedy underground in Tacoma. Oh, yeah. We went to a comedy show, yeah. Nice. And that was before you were doing comedy, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You know what? I barely went to any comedy shows before I started doing comedy. I think I had only gone to one comedy show. Isn't Two. that funny? I'd been to two comedy shows before I started doing it. And I enjoyed, I watched stand-up like specials on Netflix and stuff. I enjoyed stand-up, uh-huh. but I also, I started doing comedy six months after I got divorced and there was a lot of things I wasn't doing while I was married. And so it wasn't necessarily just because of the comedy. Right. Now that I think a little harder on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hmm. yeah. So if you guys have first date ideas, um, what should we not do on a first date? If you have ideas, throw them in the chat because we love hearing those. But what should we not do? What are the like the biggest, or do we need to save that for a different time? No, I mean, if, it, the if big people no, have stuff no, to say, I love that. Huh? I said, if people have stuff to say, I love to see it. Yes, we would love to see that. But um, I know one big no-no that I think should be left out of the first several dates is to say, I love you. Oh, uh, Talking about your ex is another one. Yes. I hear a lot of people do that. I'll just be sitting in places and I hear what's obvious a first date, obviously a first date, and then they're talking about their ex. And I I think that there is, I think there's a level of acceptability if you're talking about um, how much of an experience you've had. I think it's okay to talk about how many, you know, when was your last relationship? How long did it last? Some of that. I don't think you should talk about that on a first date. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, but definitely not talking about your ex and like how they treated you. And like, those are the, when people start comparing war stories, you just know that relationship is not going to last. Cause you're sitting there, you're basing your new situation on the misery or the dislikes from yeah. your past. Yeah. That's just, avoid that. Just abort that. As soon as you start hearing those words come out of your mouth, just change the subject. Right, because if you, uh, now I've heard women, like women in particular, sit there like, oh, my ex did this and that to me. And like, if, if I was a man, I'd be like, uh, my thought would be, why are you letting people treat you that way? You must not have very much regard for yourself. Mm. And that's yeah. how I would see that, you know? Yeah. Um, when it's come up, the last time I had it come up on a first date, I actually was aware of it because the other person brought up something about the ex, their ex. And I just basically said, well, I've had um, a lot of growth and I've learned a lot of lessons since I've gotten out of the relationships I've been in. And, you know, I kind of take those with me as I go and then try to change the subject into something else. But I tried to acknowledge what they were saying, but not harp on it. Now, I, I had one person who I went to lunch with and no matter what I tried to do to change the subject, they would just come back to that space. And that just mm. made it so clear to me that there was, 
there was nothing to, to be able to talk to this person about because I don't want to talk right. about their ex or their well, situation. Well, sometimes, sometimes that's just an indicator that they're not ready to date yet, not ready to move on. Yeah, it's too soon. Hey, have you noticed this little uh, blonde, blonde streak of hair right here? Not here. But look, it's like... That looks... Yeah, that's it's fun. It's white, okay? It's white. I must have missed it when I was coloring. I don't know. It's a nice I'm, little highlight. It's like a lucky strip. It's a highlight, yeah. A little highlight. Right on one side, just one little spot that I missed. Have you noticed the, 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 all the silver on this side? Do you have it on the other side? Oh, not as much. Not as much. Oh, so I... Wait, so that's your right side? And it's my I'm left side. Right. Oh. Darn, I was hoping it was on the same side so we could be twins. Uh, well, we'll just stand next to each other and then we'll have the highlights on the outside, <laughs> like tennis shoes with logos. <laughs> uh, so other than the X, what not to talk about on the first date? No, I love you. No X talk. Probably shouldn't talk about pooping or something like that, but you know. Oh, okay. Here's one. Oversharing about anything in general. Just ease in on that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. we all have our issues we all have our things don't be overly sexual i know that's weird coming from me unless that's all you want from the person then that's yes. a different ball game okay so another question when is it right to have the first kiss when you both want to okay i don't think there's any rule for that what do you think no, I don't think there's like a rule. I think it needs. Well, to that's because you like to kiss everybody all the time. But I don't think that you should wait until like the fourth date to finally kiss. No, I like to. Well, never mind. <laughs> I have a move. I think a first date kiss is nice, but uh... here's my thing. Here's my first date move. When you go to hug goodbye, and you hug, and then you just reach over and kiss right here right behind the ear and it's just kind of a subtle little nibble kiss right there in that soft spot it's very sensual and but it also isn't so forward that you're going right for the lips and then if they turn and lean in then you can carry that on oh. and if not then it's not the end of the world you just put your tail between your legs and walk back to your car and go home and don't call them back gotcha <laughs> no that's a good idea Anyway, I think a subtle, a subtle kiss, like, but I think there are times too, where you just both are feeling the moment and you're just going to lean in and go for it. Mm -hmm. But if you're not sure, subtle is safe. <laughs> uh, I think I remember kissing. <laughs> so, um, how are you doing on your reality TV shows? We have not talked about Desperate Housewives or the Housewives of New York, whatever. The house, the real Housewives of any of the cities that they're in. We haven't talked about Sister Wives. Are there things going on there that you're leaving us out of or is it just kind of meh? Sister Wives is not doing anything right now. Okay. The big news in reality TV is about Erica Jane from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You may have even heard it on the news. I did not. Erica Jane, uh, her name's Erica Girardi, and she has like a alter ego kind of a 
persona that she entertains as Erica Jane. Erica Girardi is a fantastically beautiful woman. Like she's very beautiful. And she uh, sings some songs and uh, married to a 80 something. She's like 40 ish. And he, her husband is like 80 ish. I don't know exactly the age. He's a high powered attorney. He okay. was the attorney in the Aaron Brockovich case. Oh, okay. And so, so it an appears actor? what? So he's an actor. Because that was a movie. That was a real case, Andy. Stop it. So <laughs> uh, there are accusations that he has taken people, and there was they made like a whole show out of it. Mm. Not on Bravo, but on some other channel. I watched it on Hulu. All these people that have been waiting for their settlement money from this particular attorney not getting it. And now he's saying he's broke and uh, uh, he's apparently taken all their money. Oh, shit. So the, the question is, did Erica know this? Because the first thing she did before all this news came out was file for a divorce. Mm. So, uh, well, and, and did, did she know it or did she just find out right before she filed for divorce? And then it came out like, she may have just found out. Right. But just right before it went public too. I don't, I don't know her. Obviously I don't know any of the situation. I'm just, I like to question the, what could be the, right light side of something and i mean you know i i i hate to think the worst but i think yeah. a lot of people do and so i haven't watched everybody's uh i mean i haven't watched last night's episode yet mm -hmm. but i think we're still digging into that and so that's kind of it actually bothers me a lot um because i know that as an entertainment entity or whatever it's not going to matter to them whether she knew or not. Like if it's big, uh, gets oh. big ratings, they're just going to keep having her on the show. And I think if they find out that she hasn't done that, that she should just be removed because we're mm -hmm. talking about people that uh, like we're suing companies because, you know, they were being, they were maimed sick. or like yeah. seriously uh, health impaired because, and and they're sitting and there kids. not able to, to spend their money because he stole it from them. So, yeah, I mean, it's very awesome. serious. So, yeah. Well, and yeah. Um, the thing too is a lot of times in those high profile marriage type situations where one person is so established like he is in his job, it's very common for the other person to really not have any tie to it and, and honestly not know anything about what's going on. Right. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all just because. Right. And when something's that that much at stake, a lot of times people don't talk to people mm -hmm. even at home because a lot of times their marriages are more of a business arrangement than an actual partnership where if they were together as a couple the whole time he started his career and, you know, then it would be more plausible that she would know. Yeah, him. well, like in this case, I mean, he's been doing this for years, probably, you know, since she was born. And uh, apparently he's been stealing money from people a lot, you know, oh, over awesome. the years. So it's really, really sad. And 
you know, like I look at Twitter and stuff and people are just saying horrible things about her and they, they don't know, mm-hmm. you know, and it makes well, me think like, too bad. The, that's wow. the thing about being famous is that people make assumptions about you all the time when they really don't know. And that's gotta be really hard because you're still a person. She's still a person. Yeah. And your heart could be in the right place. You could seriously not know what's going on. You know, you just don't know. Yeah. And unfortunately, I, I've, I've had that a couple of times where I've had experiences lately where um, I'm ready to judge something or to make an opinion about something. And I have to stop myself and say, okay, what might I not know about this situation that could be a different interpretation? Um, and then really think about, okay, maybe this person, what assumptions am I, am I making in this scenario? Because, because my reaction a lot of times is based on an assumption that somebody knew something and that's not factual. That's just me going, Oh, they had to have known that. And then me not liking that person or whatever. And so I've tried to do that just even in one-on-one where it's like, well, I could just be assuming that Sherry meant to be rude to me, but really she maybe just didn't see my message today or whatever, (laughs) you know, but we, we start telling ourselves these stories, but it's all based on, assumptions that we're making to get to a conclusion mm-hmm. that's true so you know what they say if you assume it makes an ass out of you and me yes it does we don't want to do that <laughs> all right well th- but then that makes me realize that uh next week we're going to be you know we've been kind of talking about famous people yeah uh, next week we're going to have our first guest Woo-hoo. on this we're yes. going to have uh, Todd Royce is going to join us because I want to pick his brain about Who's that. What? Who's that? Who's that? Oh, no. He says, what's that? What's that? What's that? Anyway, um, that's his line. You know, that's Todd Royce's line from TikTok. He says, what's that? Yeah. So anyway, For all you uh, he's getting there. big, bog, big famous on TikTok. And now he's getting to go all over the country and do all the things that all of us in comedy want to do. I sent him a message, told him I hated him the other day and then said, congratulations, because he accomplished something that I've been trying to accomplish for a couple of years. And so I want to pick his brain Mm -hmm. about what does that feel like? How have people been treating him? Because I think some people have been trying to ride on his coattails sure you know like us booking him for a show right <laughs> no but speaking, i love todd anyway we've worked with todd pot caught the uh, pot calling the kettle black although we've already done shows with todd we did yeah yeah uh, we we didn't do naked heavy petting um, we did truth or dare heavy petting yeah nobody wanted, nobody wanted to see him naked um no and and i've seen todd at my local grocery naked? store Oh, no. oh yeah you did oh which was fun during the pandemic it was like can we oh yeah mask down to take a selfie <laughs> no todd's awesome i like Todd. yeah so it, that, that'll be interesting just to kind of uh chat with him about what he's been doing mm-hmm. um yeah so That's i don't know exciting. what else we'll talk about but that'll be kind of fun we should drag him into some i don't know where and i also think that we need to do like a not next week but we need to do a drunken version of uh, scrutiny. I think that'd be fun. Oh, a drunken scrutiny. I might get a little too honest. 
That's my I know, only... me too. Me too. I know. But we need to have a handler. We yeah, you're right. We just need a that handler. That will just stop us when we're going to say too much. So <laughs> if you would like to be uh, Andy and my handler, I don't know who we could trust with that though, because I think people will try to get stuff out of us, and then. Oh yeah, uh, it have to be someone trustworthy. Not we'll my have to record it live. Listen to him, what? And then wait to share it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe not do it live, but then uh, where would we, you know, where like it would be fun to do it in a public place, but then there's too much noise. So we'd have yeah. to think about this a little bit, but that might be an idea or we could do it just, it's not as much fun from our homes as on Zoom, you know? Yeah, it, this is, this is going to be fun when we can start. Um, I like that idea of doing it somewhere. Like it'd be nice if there was a place that had like the crowd, but then we had a soundproof booth or something that we were in, or like a right. just set off enough that the mics were close enough that it picked up our voices. Um, that would be yep. fun. We'll figure something out. We will. I think it'll be fun because we're yes, fun. Yes, we will. We're fun did, when we're partying together. So did we cover, was that the main thing this week? Was the first date? That was the main comma? thing. The other thing was I just wanted to go over ways to stay cool when it's hot because people... Um, yeah. You know, it's not only uncomfortable, people suffer. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you have someone elderly in your life, for one thing, make sure they stay hydrated. Yeah, and I just heard this the other day. Maybe you told me this. A lot of older people or elderly won't hydrate because it's it's uncomfortable to get up and go to the bathroom. It's not easy. Yeah, because they're old and their bones and joints hurt. Yeah, so... Yeah. So uh, that's, the one, that's like the main reason why a lot of older people get dehydrated and get uh ill when it's hot so if you know someone in your life the other thing i read that was interesting about staying cool was that your sheets on your bed if you you have just like cotton sheets mm -hmm. it's way better the lower the now everybody wants a high thread count sheet because they feel so nice but the lower the thread count the cooler your bed stays oh interesting yeah so that's good to know and if you take a shower like you know get in a nice cool shower yeah if you use peppermint soap there's mm -hmm. something about the smell of peppermint that does something in your brain i don't know how to say it but it kind of tricks your brain into thinking that you're cool oh okay hmm. so yeah so peppermint huh mm-hmm Okay, so peppermint, so, low thread count sheets, hydrate a lot, keep fans going, keep the windows open if you don't have AC, get an airflow. Um, get an airflow early in the morning, and then yeah. when the sun comes out, close everything up. Yeah, that's smart. Over your windows and stuff. So I does your place get hot? Yeah, it does. I have everything closed right now because there's a lot of street noise. So, uh -huh. and I've been in and out of Zoom meetings today, so... Um, I've been opening it up between hand and, and I get decent airflow because I do have a window on each side and it's a small enough space that it hasn't, it hasn't been unbearable, but it has definitely been warm. Yeah. So, um, and I've been like, when I take a shower, I turn it down to cool, especially at the end and just kind of get cold before I get out of the mm -hmm. shower. Yeah. That feels good. All right. So we'll all take good care of ourselves and Oh, and, and you know what? If my hotel room isn't cool enough, I can leave Dave there. He won't mind. And then I'll just come back home. 
Well, so. well, and that's the other thing too, is there are activities you can go to the mall or go to a movie or go someplace that's air conditioned for a couple hours. You uh-huh. know, Casinos usually feel pretty nice and cool. Yeah. And a lot of those places, you know, you, you don't have to spend a ton of money at the casino. You can go to the mall and walk around without, you know, necessarily shopping. You can just go mm-hmm. be in a space um, or even go into the library or something. Um, there are, there are things you can do or even just going for a Sunday drive in your car with the AC on to kind of get out. Yeah, I think Andrew and I are going to do that Saturday because we we used to go to La Conner a lot when we were when the kids were little because it was mm-hmm. a kind of inexpensive something to do, you know, tulip festival and yeah. But he always likes to ride around and look at La Conner. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, maybe you know, just turn the AC on in the car and he and I'll go for a ride yeah, while yeah. while Dave's Dave. out in just the sun. Helping. Yep. Nice. All I'm right. gonna work on my tan. Yeah, you're looking pretty pasty in that picture. I know. I need to um I need to level it up a little bit. I'm getting there, but um I'm not at 2018 quality yet. And uh 29 actually 2019 I think was the, the good tan year. 2020 yeah. was okay, but uh 2019 was I had a good nice tan going. Like you walk it, I'd see people and they'd be like, What have you been doing? I'm like nothing actually just sitting in the backyard getting tan. I remember how dark you were. Yeah. Well, look what happens to me is my chest just gets red. Oh, yeah. So I've been trying to at least keep some sunscreen on it so it doesn't get scorched. Nice. Smart. Well, I just today broke down for the first time and sat in the park and tanned because I don't have a backyard anymore. So I'm just like, okay, I guess I'm going to be that guy that's, you know, laying there for all of nature to see without a six pack, but gotta be okay with me and enjoy it and just. Yeah. Hey, enjoy the body that you're in because it serves you well. Mm-hmm. It and gets you, know you everywhere you wanna go. Today, I am both older than I've ever been and younger than I will ever be again at the same time. I heard that and it blew my mind. All, All right. right. So next week we've got Todd Royce. Uh, if you have any subjects that you would like us to cover, send us an email or a message. And I know I've got a list of questions for Todd. I'm sure you do. So it's mm-hmm. going to be fun. And yeah. You know what? So we should, since we talk yeah. about relationships a lot too, we should ask how the fame has affected his relationship. Oh, good. Let me write the, that oh, down. A good thing to know. For when we're famous, you know, we got to know how to handle it. We must be aware of these things for both for when we're famous and for when I have a relationship. I'll need to figure out both of those things. Right, right. You know, I was talking last night to Chris Zapata. Mm -hmm. I love Chris. He's a good guy. And yeah, and and we were talking about um, watching someone else's career and, uh, you know, sometimes like being envious of what other people are getting. And mm-hmm. he was saying how, you know, that's their path. You know, you could be happy for them on their path. Uh, your path is your path. Yeah. So that was there for them to get. Mm-hmm. Whatever this job was, they got it. That was there for them to get. Your things that are there for you to get are going to be there for you to get. 
It's yeah, just no, your path is over here and their path is over here. And I said, oh, that's really good. Like I've heard it before, of course. So I told him, I said, whenever I'm feeling weird, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call you and have you say that to me. So <laughs> right, just remind me of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that's one thing that I know I've made the mistake of is I see someone have some success in an area that I'm trying to pursue and I'm going down this path and I think, oh, I need to go over there and do what they did. But then I'm starting clear back down here. And meanwhile, I could have been almost to the destination on the path I was on, but I aborted because I saw someone else doing something somewhere else. Mm, interesting. So you got to stay on your path. Yep. And sometimes, you know, you're, we're just trying to find our way. I think I'm still at that. Just trying to find my way. Like I feel I don't fit in the, you know, general area that a lot of people the general path i think i gotta go my own side route and i'm just trying to find it so right and it'll be there okay. yeah you're making all right well my back is just so i'm gonna go scratch it but all right uh, if you have any questions or comments scrutiny with sherry and andy at gmail.com yes or comment on the episode, like, share, subscribe, share it with your friends. We're on all the platforms as a podcast, as a YouTube channel, as a FaceTube page. Love us everywhere. Like us, tell your friends about it and give us your ideas. All right. All right. See ya. Bye-bye.